Hello and welcome to Woodrow's Wishlist. I'm Evan Woodson, and on today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about the Lakers and their new addition with Tyson Chandler, and what I saw from him against Minnesota. Also going to touch a little bit about Derrick Rose and about the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm going to talk about the Heat, Miami Heat, if I think they're a competitor in the East, which has obviously gotten a lot better. I'm going to preview the East playoffs a little bit. Uh... I know it's a little bit early, but just a little bit of a preview of the Eastern playoffs, kind of what I'm what I'm seeing right now and what teams I expect to be in the playoffs. Then I'm going to talk about Carmelo, uh, his game last night against the Thunder in OKC. And then also touch a little bit about OKC and them on their seven-game win streak right now, which has now propelled them to uh, fourth place in the Western Conference. So let's get right into it. You know, the Lakers bring in Tyson Chandler. He gets bought out by the Suns. Obviously, James Jones is the GM. A lot of people think that he did it as a favor to LeBron, which you know very well could be the case. Uh, Those guys are very good friends. You know, he's won a couple championships with LeBron James. So uh, who knows? But, you know, a great pickup for the Lakers. Uh, You know, an immediate impact last night. You know, 23 points. Uh, You know, he was only one for four, but he had two points, nine rebounds. You know, he had that big um, tip-back rebound at the end of the game. Just kind of seal seal the win for the Lakers a little bit. Uh, you know, he he absolutely destroyed Cat every time he got the ball. Held him to 0-6. Cat just couldn't do anything against him. You know, he takes up a lot of space in the middle defensively. He's a very smart defender. And, you know, also setting some of those screens. You know, we saw him set some screens on, you know, LeBron's guy to free him up. Set some screens on Brandon Ingram, on Kyle Kuzma, Josh Hart. He's going to set some really good screens for this team. And it kind of reminds me of uh, when, the, when the Warriors had Bogut on their squad, the year that Steph Curry was going nuts. You know, they had Andrew Bogut, who was just freeing him up to get whatever he wanted. You know, freeing him and Klay Thompson up. Uh, you know, it was something that wasn't really talked about too much at the time. But, you know, those screens can really get guys open looks. Tyson Chandler is a master of that. And, you know, he doesn't need touches. He's the perfect center to play with LeBron. He doesn't need the ball in his hands. He's not going to demand the ball in his hands. But he's going to rebound. He's going to play excellent team defense and individual defense. And he's going to set good, hard screens. He's also another leader. You know, the Lakers do have young talent. But now they have guys, you know, between the three of them, they have five championships. Um... You know, he's another leader. He's another presence in the locker room. Obviously, Rajon Rondo talked about it after the game. Having him was a nice break for him and uh, LeBron. Uh, You know, and now with him and McGee, when McGee came off the floor, and McGee can only play about 25 minutes a game, he's been excellent. One of the best. He's a, you know, top five defensive player of the year candidate, as well as a top five most improved player of the year. But he can't play a ton of minutes. And when they were having to go, if either they went small and played Kuzma at the five, which is kind of proven not to work. Uh, it's only going to work in certain situations. But it's better to just go with Chandler and McGee at the five and just interchange the two of them. You know, they played 25 minutes and 23 minutes respectively. So 38 minutes of the uh, possible 48 minutes at the center spot. And it's a nice interchange. Now they have two really good rim protectors, two good defenders down low, and we saw it right away against the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves scored only 110 points, and they hit 23s. 
and a lot of those threes were contested. So the Lakers' defense did improve, and I think it's only going to get better. They're going to stop teams from getting into the paint. It's going to help them for, uh, against teams like the Spurs, who we saw with Aldridge, who just went to work when uh, they had to put in Zubach on him. They had to put in Jonathan Williams on him when McGee was out. McGee's in foul trouble. And, you know, Aldridge just cooked them. It's the same thing with Nikola Jokic. You know, there's some big guys in the Western Conference that the Lakers would have struggled with before. Now they have a nice veteran guy who can play defense. He's going to help them a lot. And this team, they got a good win against the Timberwolves last night. And this team, I think, is going to go on a bit of a win streak. They have an easier schedule. You know, to, uh, tomorrow night they play the Sacramento Kings. And then the night after, the Atlanta Hawks. I'm expecting them to win both of those games. They'll push them to 7-6. Uh, and six and uh, you know, probably right into the playoff mix. And they're just going to keep going forward. From there, so you know, really good signing for the Lakers. Really excited for Tyson Chandler and to see what he can accomplish with them this season. And then the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, this team just needs to get rid of Jimmy Butler. I know he's playing well, but you know he's been an absolute distraction. Towns has not been able to play with him at all. Towns has just been has been not very good when Jimmy Butler's on the court. They need to get rid of them. They need to try to package a trade, whether it's Miami, whether it's Philadelphia or Houston. They gotta get them out of there. Derrick Rose has just been an absolute stud. He's also he's the number one candidate for most improved player right now, and he's playing like an all star right now. You know, he had that fifty point game, had thirty one against the Lakers. His athleticism is still there. You know, he's still relatively young. It's just the injuries that have held him back. But he's not. He's only I think he's only twenty nine or thirty. He's still relatively young. He can still play. His shot has got a lot better. We saw it against the Lakers. His pull-up three is looking really smooth. He's looking athletic. He's getting to the rim. He can easily be a 20-point-per-game scorer for this team and a guy that's going to help him a lot. They have to get rid of Jimmy because this team is so talented. Wiggins, Towns, Derrick Rose, you know, Josh Kobe. They have so much talent, but they're they're struggling right now. They have They have a lot of talent. They're one of the most talented teams in the Western Conference. And they're not playing like it. This team needs to get rid of Butler and they need to move forward. But for Derrick Rose's sake, really excited to see what he's been able to accomplish. I really hope he can stay healthy for the rest of the year. Because this guy could flat out play. And it looks like he's gotten even better. Really excited to see what this what uh, he's able to accomplish for them this upcoming season. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun to watch. Moving on to the Miami Heat, a team I want to talk about a little bit. Because they kind of fly under the radar. Uh, last year when they played the 76ers, I actually picked them to win that series. I really liked the Miami Heat. I thought they were really well coached. They have a lot of depth. They have good leadership and a guy like Dwayne Wade. And they're talented. And I think they're even better this year. 5-5 uh, five and five record. But they're starting to, starting to get things together. You know, they had a great win against the Spurs. They got a big game coming up tonight against the Pacers. And then they have the Wizards next. I'm really liking what I've seen from this team, and I think this team is a legit contender in the um, in the uh, Eastern Conference. I think they can give some teams some trouble, you know, if they play the Bucks in the first round, even if they play the Celtics, or if they play uh, the Raptors or or the 76ers. They can give these teams a lot of trouble. Uh, Josh Richardson, averaging 20 points per game. He's played all 10 games. He's averaging o over a steal and a block per game. Uh, you know, four rebounds, three assists. This guy can really play. He's also a very good defender. 
He's long. He's athletic. He's not scared of anybody. You know, looks like he's going to have a breakout season this year. Uh, and he could be an all-star this year. I, I, I actually would have him as an all-star right now over guys like John Wall and Bradley Beal. He's an absolute stud, and he's only going to get better. I think he's surpassed Goran Dragic. <coughs> Sorry, as their best player on this squad. And now they have some nice talent. They have him, they have Goran Dragic, who's still averaging 18 points a game. You know, they have a nice bench with guys like Dwayne Wade coming off the bench. He's averaging 14. He can still really play basketball. Tyler Johnson, who's a guy that's going to get after you. Wayne Ellington, Kelly Olenek, Bam Adebayo. They're very deep. Eric Spolcher's a really good coach. They have good length. You know, Hassan Whiteside, he's averaging 14 points, 15 rebounds, um, you know, three blocks a game. He's playing like a monster. And if he can keep these numbers up, I know he's going to struggle to stay on the floor, but if he can keep these numbers up, he's going to be a problem for a lot of these teams in the Eastern Conference. And this team is just so athletic, and they can really defend. They can get into you. They're not afraid of you. They have guys that can shoot the three in Tyler Johnson, Wayne Ellington, Kelly Olenek can spread the floor and shoot threes, Richardson, Dragic. They've got a lot of shooters, a lot of guys that can penetrate, and a lot of defenders. I think this team is very capable. If they get matched up with a team like Boston, of uh, just playing very physical against them, you know, if they, they play a team like Miami, they're going to send wave after wave of guys at uh, Giannis. They ha and same with Toronto, same thing with Kawhi. You know, this team is very, very good. And I think they're, they, they are a bubble team among the best of the, the Eastern Conference. This team's only going to get better. I'm really excited to see what Richardson could do this year. You know, I think he's a borderline all-star. It would be really fun to see him in the all-star game this year. He, he definitely deserves it so far this season. So, you know, only 10 games into the season. They're 5-5. Five and five. I think they're only going to get better. And this is a team to watch out for moving forward and into the playoffs. This team could, could uh, pose some threats to some of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. I want to talk about Carmelo Anthony last night and the game against OKC. Houston just got absolutely waxed. I was watching the game last night. 80 points. Uh, you know, OKC is a very good defensive team, obviously, but 80 points is just not going to cut it. That's the lowest scoring of any team this year, and their defense has just been atrocious. Um, they can't guard anybody. You know, James Harden, Chris Paul, they both had relatively quiet nights. That's going to change, obviously, but, you know, they just have absolutely no depth. Just looking down the list of guys that came off their bench. You no, know, Eric Gordon's out, obviously. They're missing him. They're missing his scoring off the bench. But other than that, Carmelo Anthony, two points. He's just, he, he can't play anymore. He can't be in this league anymore. As, as sad as it is, he's not, he's not able to play. Um, he, he may, he's made them a lot worse defensively. You know, this is one of the best defensive teams last year. Carmelo Anthony has made them a lot worse. Uh, he's not helping them at all. He's really hurting them. They have they don't really have any depth, you know, anymore. Uh, they're playing guys like you know Marquise Chris gets six minutes last night. They're playing Isaiah Hartenstein, Gerald Green, you know Gary Clark. They they just they don't have any depth to compete with some of these top teams. Their defense has been lagging. They're obviously really missing uh, Trevor Reza and Luke Mbamute. James Ennis needs to step it up a bit. 
Because, you know, they have a nice, f solid four guys. I know P.J. Tucker's still playing well. Capella's still playing well. Harden and Paul, Paul hasn't been great this season. Hopefully he can pick it up a bit because he's not playing his best basketball right now. But, you know, it just goes to show how hard it is to, you know, season after season to be at the top. And, you know, it's, and that's why it's so impressive for guys like LeBron getting to the finals every year for the last millennium. And, you know, the Warriors to do what they're able to do year after year because, you know, it's, it's, it's very tough to stay where like that, especially when teams are gunning for you now. You know, they had the best record in the league last year. It looks like they're going to drop off. It's, it's still really early, and they are going to figure things out. But, you know, four and six, they got to figure out what they're going to do with Carmelo Anthony because he, he is not helping this team at all. Um, they have some, some questions that need to be answered. You know, maybe trying out playing Marquise Chris a bit more and seeing if he can be that 3 and D guy for you. He is athletic. They have a lot of answers, a lot of questions they have to figure out. And this team looks like they're going to be struggling for a bit moving forward. So let's see if Houston can turn it around a bit. And then OKC, uh, this team's been quite good. You know, they've won the last seven straight after losing the first four. And I've, you know, repeatedly say, been saying they got to win through defense and through getting the ball inside. And that's what they they did last night, you know, get the ball inside and then get it out to three-point shooters. But Steven Adams has to touch the ball every time down the floor. You know, he had 19 points, 10 rebounds. He's an absolute beast. He's impossible to guard. He's so strong. He's he's very good. He's also a very underrated passer. Steven Adams is a borderline all-star for me this year. And there's not a lot of centers I would rather have in the league than him. He's a heck of a player. You know, get the ball. They get the ball inside to him. They're very long on defense with Paul George, Jeremy Grant. He's an athletic stud. Dennis Schroeder's been playing very nice, which is nice to see. You know, I was saying at the beginning of the season he's he was struggling a bit with Westbrook. But I would like to see the two of them play together when Westbrook gets back, just to take Westbrook off the ball. And if Westbrook can come back and just, if he can, he can limit his shot selection and just not take as many three-pointers, this team could be very scary moving forward. They have the length and the defense to compete with a team like Golden State. You know, Terrence Ferguson, as a, as a second-year guy now, he's been playing very good. His three-point shot's coming along, which is kind of, Good for them because it, it kind of limits the needs for Alex Sabrinas a little bit more. Uh, you know, Alex Sabrinas being kind of their only guy that can really knock down threes consistently, but he can't really defend anyone. He doesn't really play into that kind of scheme where I see Oklahoma City. So now that they have a guy like Ter Fer Terrence Ferguson, if he can kind of knock down threes, he's more athletic and he's a better defender. He's longer than Alex Sabrinas. He can come in and take those minutes. And I think they're going to be better off. Uh, this team is really is really starting to click, though. You know, the last seven games straight after dropping to zero and four, they will they they're going to be there in the mix just because of how good they can play defense. You know, a guy like Russell Westbrook, they have some playmakers, and if they can knock down three pointers, this team is going to be really scary moving forward. So this is a team definitely to watch out for in the Oklahoma City Thunder, who are now in the fourth spot in the Western Conference. Before I wrap it up, I just want to talk about the game that happened last night between the Bucks and the Golden State Warriors. You know, the Bucks win 134-111. Uh, no, not really much to panic about if you're a Warriors fan. It is just one game. Uh, Draymond Green obviously hurt. 
That just goes to show you how much the Warriors need Draymond Green on both defense and spreading the ball around the floor. And Curry obviously got hurt. He only played 26 minutes and had the 10 points. He was struggling. Kevin Durant didn't have a great game. You know, so this is kind of one of those weird games for the Warriors, I think. Not a whole lot to look into for them. So with them, it's kind of just, you know, they'll be fine. Obviously, if Steph Curry has to miss some time, they're still going to be fine. They still have Kevin Durant. They still have Klay Thompson. They still have Draymond Green. They'll be able to keep afloat while Steph Curry's out, even though he's been playing like an absolute stud and has been their best player and maybe the best player in the league this year so far. But they'll be fine without him. Not too worried about the Golden State Warriors moving forward. I do want to focus on the Milwaukee Bucks because I've been extremely impressed with them so far. I know no Draymond Green last night, but this is a very quality win. They're on a back-to-back, on the second end of a back-to-back, and they just come out and wax the Warriors. This team's length is very impressive. And for a couple of years, a lot of people have been saying, this team has all the ability to be a very good defensive team. And now it's finally starting to show. You can see it, guys like John Henson, Thon Maker, Giannis, Chris Middleton, you know, they have so much length and athleticism, and now they're finally able to put it together on the defensive end. They have great rebounding, a great defense, and, you know, they have a great offense now, too. And with Coach Bud, just just the addition of Coach Bud over Jason Kidd has just been huge for them this year, the way they're playing. He's kind of unlocked Giannis, and right now Giannis is my MVP. We saw some of the plays he made last night. He is just a terror even though he can't shoot the ball and you know he's not going to shoot the ball on you, you just you still can't guard him. He's going to get right by you or he's going to go through you or over top of you. Saw that layup against Clay, just off the rim right to himself, collects it and gets the dunk. The X factor for this team is, is definitely Eric Bledsoe and Malcolm Brogdon. And these guys both had really good games last night. 26 points for Bledsoe, 20 for Brogdon. If they can keep this up, this Milwaukee team is extremely dangerous. And I think, you know, if Bledsoe can keep being this point guard for them, he, he led the team very well. He was in control the whole game. This team is very scary because they are ultra-talented. Uh, I've, I've talked about how I think Chris Middleton will be an all-star this year. You have an MVP in, in Giannis Antetokounmpo. You know, Eric Bledsoe, Malcolm Brogdon, these are good starters in the NBA. You ha- Now you have a nice bench, a, a little bit better of a bench than they did last year. You bring in a guy like Ersan Ilyasova. He's been really good for you. You bring in Pat Connaughton. He had a nice game last night, 15 points, and he was really impressive. He attacked Steph Curry a lot. You know, the smarts when he saw Steph Curry was in foul trouble to go after him. This guy is a really nice piece for them. DiVincenzo, John Henson. This team this team has gotten a lot better, I think, and, you know, with Coach Bud. This team is long, they're athletic, and Giannis Antetokounmpo is an absolute beast. So let's see what they could do moving forward. A great win for them last night. I think they have the Clippers next. And excited to see what this team can accomplish moving forward. Thank you for listening to another episode of Woodrow's Wishlist. I'm Evan Woodson. You can find me on Instagram at Talk 49 Feel free to send me a message uh, for upcoming dates of shows. And if you want to just talk sports and basketball, I'm always available to do that. And have a good day, everyone.